Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. wonder if Odell would make that trade. Not that you need to put it that way, but like touchdown in the Super Bowl and you win the Super Bowl. But when you hear they won't make the same financial commitment to him, it means his dough is not going to be what it was. But I wonder, Key, Jay, if Odell would make that trade knowing ahead of time. Like, But I get to win the Super Catch a touchdown, answer the game. questions, win a game. Super Bowl. I hate this game. Why can't I win a Super Bowl and just not get hurt <laughs> and get my money? Yeah. You know what I mean, Key? You heard it on Westwood 1 on the way in. Odell Beckham Jr. injured in the Super Bowl, and now it looks like he could be facing his second ACL recovery in less than two years. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. So it's time for some straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Guys, here is Sean McVay, the Rams head coach, on the, at the Monday press conference on Odell's injury. It was heartbreaking to see that because how much that, you know, just to be able to get to that moment, and he had really made an impact with those two catches that were huge plays. I think he was in line to have a big game, but um, it did change some things, you know, because then they could really hone in on Cooper a lot more. Guys inevitably stepped up, as did Cooper and Matthew and when we had to have it the most, but it, uh, it made it a little bit more difficult. My heart goes out to him, but uh, love, love Odell, really grateful for all the many contributions he made. We wouldn't be chance without him. What do you think? I mean, what Sean, what Sean said is correct there. Um, I just, I was looking at the, the video, and I just wish that ball was in front of Odell instead of him having to slow down and catch it, try to catch it that was slightly thrown behind him. But I think when you assess who Odell is, they feel good about him. Uh, they felt good about him all year long since they acquired him, and I think going forward they'll feel good about him. They recognize his – contributions to the team um when you look at what he was able to do taking over essentially for Robert Woods although they acquired him while Robert Woods was healthy he just Robert Woods got hurt as soon as Odell got there the team is better without him and I think a lot of people are speculating that he would leave to go to another team or he was thinking about this was only a a, a short stop he was on a quote-unquote prove me deal wait Key, you're saying uh, the team is team is better with him, you mean? Did I say without? I said better with him than without him. Oh, okay. Good, gotcha. Um, it, 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 so I think a lot of people were speculating that he would have been uh, – he was looking to move on after this stint with the Rams, and that was never the case. Um, he enjoys L.A. He enjoys the Rams. And he's not, he's not from everything that I know and understand, it's not about the money, money chasing, because he was never going to get back to being – one of the top five highest paid guys in the National Football League. It was never going to happen. Uh, it just, in this league, when you hit pay dirt the first time around and then all of a sudden you go through a series of teams, you never get back to that same financial commitment from a team. So he had already understood that in his mind. He just needs to rehab and be ready to go 
when they call his number, whenever that is? Man, two ACLs in a span of two and a half years. That, that, that's really tough. You, you see a lot of guys have a prove-it deal after one ACL tear, yet alone two. I, I think this works out in the favor of the Rams for him to come back, uh, considering the situation with how will Robert Woods come back, OBJ there as well. Uh, you have Van Jefferson. You obviously have Cooper Cup. But, it, you know, the other day, reading more about it, I saw guys like Nick Chubb, George Kittle, Nick Bosa, Calais Campbell, all these guys tweeting about their dislike of field turf. And it, it brought up something that happened the other day. Did you know, Max and Key, that the league assist, uh, started a petition to get rid of field turf throughout the league in a campaign called Flip the Turf? Have you heard about this? Mm-hmm. Flip the Turf. So uh, James Connors cited the turf as 28% more contact, lower body injuries than turf. Uh, it gives you all these crazy stats about players not wanting to play on turf. And, Key, you even talked about yesterday where the paint is on the turf, how that can kind of stuck his cleat. And it just it makes your interesting conversation. Like, why are we still playing on turf if, if it equates to these type of injuries? Yeah. And, by the way, it, here's the crazy thing. Life is full of twists and turns and it's unintended consequences and – things that are hard to predict, what if it works out this way? And I know, I know how this sounds. I'm not trying to say, hey, it's better if Odell doesn't get paid. But what if the Rams, without their draft picks, trying to keep this whole thing together, right, because they gave up everything to get who, the team they have now, the NFC is not very strong right now. They think, hey, we maybe could run this back over the next – key. I'm not saying back-to-back. But let's say over the next two or three years, get there again, win another one, but they got to bring these guys back. What if this now leads to a situation where they can bring Odell back? I know we all assumed they would, but, like, what if they really were far apart? And Odell's like, I'd like to stay, but I could get, you know, this other team is 2X. I got to go to 2X, right? But now, what if it works out, like, okay, because of this, Odell stays a Ram, winds up doing more winning, and in the end, actually has a career he would have preferred to the other one. Like, it's, I know it, it, it sound, maybe sounds naive, but there are twists and turns that these things can take that can work out in the long run in a way that's difficult to see now, but it's actually better for Odell even, not, let alone the Rams. It's possible. It's possible. Well, I think, it would, I think it would have been best for him long-term anyway. He never, he never ever looked at this as a short-term situation. They gave him a one-year deal because that's where they were from a salary cap standpoint. Um, you know, they needed to get it done. They didn't have – you got to remember, he signed within a week. So it wasn't like they could sit there and play with all of everybody's contracts to move things around to try to give him a, a multi-year deal uh, because, remember, they were up against the Green Bay Packers in this situation. So it was kind of like, all right, take this – so-called prove-me deal, and we'll get to it and address it when the season is over with. He obviously played well under Sean McVay along with Matthew Stafford. I think people assume that he wants money and he's looking for money, and that's just not it. He just wanted to play to show people he could still play, and what went on with the Browns was not the Odell Beckham that the Browns got. No, he, by the way, obviously proved that. He showed he can show up in big moments, the whole thing. I'm just looking at the Rams now. When you hear Aaron Donald chirping, 
And Jay, I think it was you who brought up yesterday, maybe it's a contract, like maybe because he's not the highest paid guy anymore, right? Mm -hmm. So you have Aaron Donald to worry about. Matt Stafford doesn't have a long time left on his deal. He's underpaid by a lot by quarterback standards. The Rams have no draft picks. They're going to have to try to figure out a way to keep this all together. This lowers Odell's number, whatever that would be going forward. And even if he's not available for a while, I think it increases the chances. I hear what you're saying, Key. He wanted to stay there anyway. But I think it increases the chances that he can stay in L.A. in spite of all these constraints. I just wonder how he's, what player he's going to be when you come back off that. I mean, that's now two ACL tears. Like, that's, like, in the span of two and a half years. Guys, yeah. that, that's, that's a quick turnaround. You just... Yeah. The amount of therapy and rehab you go through, trust me, from somebody who's going through the process, it, it's strenuous, right, for 10, 11 months to have, to have it happen again, to go through that process again. Like, I wonder what kind of player he will be when he does come back. Yeah, I mean, if, he's, if, he was, if this was 80, 90% of what he was, that's damn good. 80, 90% of this is still a good player, but, but the, at a certain point, right, is it – Odell looked elite to me last time I saw him on the field. Will he still be elite? When he gets back, straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. The one stat that might change people's minds on Matthew Stafford being a Hall of Famer, that's next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com for the ones who get it done granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions plus their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer call click granger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done at james I hear you on the board today. What makes you think that's James? That Come might be on. Yates. James comes with that pain on Tuesdays. Let's go. It's me. Uh, <laughs> okay, who is this that he's playing? I've can no anyone idea. identify? Key, can you identify this? Some Somebody group with black paint on their nails or something. <laughs> this, no, from see, the Seattle region? No, see, it's, uh, it's a band called Fozzie. Fozzie. Yeah. Uh, Chris Jericho is the front man. Chris Jericho is in AEW wrestling. We had Tony Khan on uh, last week. Okay. And he probably got black paint on his nails. All right. Well, I, I, I like kind of like it. Yeah. I'm not saying I, I don't as I'm like listening it. to it, I'm not, not going to front. It, James. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I can't front, man. I like what I like. That sounds pretty good. Like, I He's feel like I'm lifting weights right, right now in the training guys, room. Guys yeah. guys no, it, it feels dark to me. Well, obviously darker. You wouldn't paint your fingernails black, whatever you said, Keith. All right. Super Bowl champion Richard Sherman tweeted this yesterday as it relates to Matthew Stafford, okay? Mm -hmm. Richard Sherman. There's a quote. I'm going to talk about it on the podcast, but the Hall of Fame bar is incredibly low now, like a participation trophy. No all-decade team, no all-pro, no MVP, one Pro Bowl, not even MVP of the Super Bowl. Never considered the best in any year he played. Mm. At least Matt Ryan has an MVP. Mm. I got to tell you, this dude Mm. didn't go to Stanford for nothing. (laughs) That's a compelling argument. And let me tell you how persuasive it is. He may have changed my mind. 
Change mind. You know, like that's the thing about persuasive arguments. If you're open-minded, sometimes it's a, you know what? I, I would say he is a Hall of Famer. He was the number one draft pick. He always put up big numbers. If you look at Detroit, they collapsed without him, right? Sometimes they, they went to the playoffs three times with him. He gets the Rams, wins the Super Bowl year one. But Richard Sherman's argument is difficult to refute. Here's, let, let's look at Matt Stafford versus Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan was an MVP, Offensive Player of the Year. He was all pro, not just pro bowl, all pro. How many times? Once. Okay. Five pro bowls came, you know, like like the greatest comeback ever prevented him from winning the chip. I mean, personally, I give him a chip because that wasn't his fault. They lost a personal <laughs> record. <laughs> <what you> get. <laughs> no, he gets no personal chip, not even from you, Evan. I, we're not going to count that. Uh, Matt Stafford, no all pros, one Pro Bowl. That's the most damning thing, yeah. one Pro Bowl. No MVP, obviously. No Super Bowl. Or, sorry, one Super Bowl. That's big. 45 game-winning drives is big, but one Pro Bowl. Key, does, does that comparison change your mind? Like, what do you think about Stafford? Is he a, is he a Hall of Famer? Man. Um. <laughs> Stop, right? It's a hell of a breakdown when you think about Could it. Could I rescind my vote? <laughs> um, Word. God. I mean, his accolades, they're not great. Um, I mean, Richard Sherman kind of – Poo-pooed it for me, mm-hmm. you know. It, it, damn, I hate to be that guy, though. I don't, you know. But he makes a compelling but also, argument. But I also know if I was voting and he presented that case against Matthew Stafford, the chances are I probably wouldn't check the Hall of Fame box. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know how people are in the Hall of Fame room. Um they're going to want to vote for Matthew Stafford because they're going to feel a certain way about the Detroit situation. Everything's going to get blamed on Detroit, 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 Detroit. Um, yeah, but if you look at if you look at the bio and the accolades, ooh, and the Pro Bowl doesn't mean much. I mean, it, it's whatever. No, but uh, getting there, but key. The there's cat. something about there's something about gauging what contemporaries feel about someone. Oh, and there's no question about it. But it, it, I'm just saying, I, I'm not basing it off him only going to one Pro Bowl because there's only three quarterbacks that go to a Pro Bowl, and when you're in a conference with the likes of yeah. of Russell Wilson and Drew Brees, who else was there? Drew Aaron Rodgers, yeah, Aaron. Rod- I mean, that's just that's a tough one to. Yeah. To deal with when they're consistently going. By the way, key. You know, Matt Ryan, because he's Matt in the same Ryan, conference and Cam he went Newton, five times. Cam Newton at the time, yeah. Matt Ryan at the, you know, so it's just it's a lot. But what I'm but, saying but that's the point. If Matt Ryan's not a Hall of Famer, and, they're and in Matthew the same Stafford, conference agreed. and he's consistently chosen over over but but maybe that's because Stafford was on such a bad team. I mean, Richard Sherman won me over with this, man. I mean, I was reading that yesterday and you know you know me too, Max. I started reading about him like yeah, he, he, he's right. So, I mean, let's just call it what it is. Matthew Stafford needs to win another Super Bowl to be in the Hall of Fame, right? I mean, only 12 quarterbacks ever won multiple Super Bowls. And if you look at Matthew Stafford's numbers, if he wins another Super Bowl, a lot of his, his yards, his touchdowns, all that will be somewhat on par when it's all said and done with Eli Manning. And if he can win another Super Bowl, then he'll be, in the, he'll, he'll be a Hall of Famer. But right now, Richard Sermon got me. He's not in the Hall of Fame. 
You know, Eli Manning's situation is different, man. Eli Manning played in New York. His last name is Manning. He won two Super Bowls. I mean, it's a it's a it's a lot. You you know, that's a different that's a different situation. Um But but, but if Matthew Stafford being in LA, his first year in LA, he wins a Super Bowl, if he can find a way to win another Super Bowl in the next two, three years. He's still here look here's Eli, for example. Four Pro Bowls. Two Super Bowl MVPs. Stafford yep. did not win MVP the game. He, and, and Eli went on great playoff runs both times. Iron Man, you know, like he he took all these consecutive snaps for he had one of the longest streaks I don't in know history. If Iron Man really is a <laughs> But I think so I think so key because availability <laughs> I think availability, if you have if, if you're playing the in the NFL and you go one of the longest streaks ever without I missing a game. Eli was in not that I forgot Eli was in NFC, but I didn't mention his name when we were talking about quarterbacks in Pro Bowls. Yes, Eli went to but but again, maybe, Key, as you said about the Pro Bowl, maybe if you're on a losing team, it is difficult to get there. So maybe had Stafford been in a better situation, it would be he and not Eli or Matt Ryan who was going to those Pro Bowls. So now let's say for a second we redid Sherman's thing, but Stafford went to five Pro Bowls, right? Still only once all pro, but he was on a better team. So instead of Eli or Ryan, it was Stafford. So... No all-decade team, no all-pro, no MVP, but five Pro Bowls and won a Super Bowl. Would that change your mind about Matt, about Stafford? Probably not. Right. Pro Bowl, I mean, Pro Bowls are cool, but when you're not, you know, you think about stuff like all-decade team, league MVP, I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody off the top of my head that's in the Hall of Fame at that position that never was the league MVP or Super Bowl MVP. Mm. I mean, like, do you know anybody? I'm trying to think off the top no, of my but head. I mean, <laughs> I mean, how long have the Detroit I mean, Lions you gotta been think, at the bottom of the league? You got to think, though, all those that quarterbacks makes, that are yeah. going in the Hall of Fame or been in the Hall of Fame played in Super Bowl and probably was Super Bowl MVP or was the league MVP. Let's just take – Dan Marino, for instance. Dan Marino didn't win a Super Bowl. He played in the Super Bowl, didn't win the Super Bowl. But he's been all pro. He went to multiple Pro Bowls. He was league MVP. I mean, it's just. You know what it, else, Key? The, the stats, the game has changed so much that modern players are going to put up eye-popping numbers. So if we start to compare there, look at the passing yards. The players from a generation ago, of course they're going to look better because they because. The passing game has changed, like three-point shooting in the NBA. Of course it's going to look better now. But you can't just compare Stafford's numbers to guys in the Hall of Fame. You have to compare it to his contemporaries. And when you do, Sherman's case looks good to keep him out. Is Joe Flacco a Hall of Famer? No. Okay. Because Flacco has no Pro Bowls but has the Super Bowl MVP. Man, Flacco never went to a Pro Bowl? None. I mean, the only reason Eli will squeak in is because – of he went on two of the greatest playoff runs, runs of all time and man, won Eli, two Super Bowl MVPs. Let's just be honest with each other, man. Eli gonna get in because he played in New York. He won two Super Bowls, and his last name is Manning. Let's not let's not get spooked, all right. And he was a good quarterback, but he also got Super Bowl MVPs, and he got Super Bowl yeah, MVPs and all that. He he you know he has just I, enough he's a, to squeak in, maybe. Yeah, he, yeah. he'll get in, as he should. 
Matthew Stafford's 98 career losses, by the way, including the playoffs, are the most by a starting, starting quarterback before winning his first Super Bowl, which passes John Elway. It's a guy compared cert, like certain respects. The careers have certain – I'm isolating a certain few things in common. <laughs> Stats Incredible is brought to you by My Computer Career Training for a Better Life. Then there is a 15-time Pro Bowler with five Super Bowl MVPs who is a first ballot Hall of Famer, but will Canton have to wait? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. So, Jay mentioned this yesterday. A lot of smoke to the Tom Brady return fire already. <laughs> First of all, when I started hearing, like, when I heard Nick talk about he might retire, like, a couple weeks before the playoff, I'm like, what? Nick said that? Uh, my, my ears went up. But now, listen to some of these people who are talking this. Joe Montana told TMZ he thought Brady would be back. Mm-hmm. Look at the team he's got. Why would you want to leave that, Montana said. I don't think it's, he's, it's done yet. He's still able to play at a high level. The way the season ended for him with the team he has, I think he'll give it at least one more shot. Okay, but, you know, look, that's Joe Montana's opinion, right? Just because that's the guy Brady just kind of – Brady replaced him, I think, as GOAT quarterback in most people's eyes because he lasted longer. Montana was the original Tom Brady, right? Okay. Then, however, so take that. Then Rob Gronkowski. That's when I'm like, uh, uh, wait, Montana said what? Gronkowski said what? Told USA Today. He could see Brady playing in his 50s. Jay, you also had a talk with Gronk about this. He, I literally asked him, I was like, so what's all this talk? Because I heard Tom Brady on, on his podcast and heard him and man in the arena. All of a sudden, like, kind of like um, pivot from I'm retiring to, well, you never know. Like, never say never. I'm like, what is this, a Justin Bieber album? Like, what's going on with Tom Brady? And I was like, so Gronk, realistically, like, can Tom Brady come back? And Gronk was like, man, I don't. Maybe he takes a year off. I could take. I could see him taking a year off. Yeah, I could see him taking a year off and then coming back. And I was just like, Gronk, is there something you're not telling me? He's like, I'm just saying, I could see him take a year off and not come and come back. <laughs> the answer to that is yes. There's something he's yes. not telling you. But then again, he told it to you in so many words. Speaking of Brady on his podcast, here's what he said last night when asked by Jim Gray on Let's Go podcast on Sirius XM. 
on coming out of retirement. I'm super content and happy with with uh, how I feel and my decision. And um, yeah, as I said, all you can do is take it day by day. Nothing's promised for us. I'm going to do things that I really enjoy and spend time with people that I really enjoy spending time with. So uh, the future is bright. I look forward to the opportunities that, I, that are ahead. And I look forward to speaking with everyone again next year. So, you know, thank you to everyone for their amazing support. Thanks for another great NFL football season. And uh, I hope it just keeps getting better and better from here. I don't know what he means when he says looking forward to speaking to everyone next year. I don't know what that I don't I don't know what that means. Maybe he misspoke or whatnot. But what would you guess, Key? That means he's uh, intentional. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it means. Um, if you're if you're trying to ask me, do I think Brady is is coming back in September to play football? I don't I, I don't know because because when you are still in football mode and you have that itch which he is certainly in football mode still because he hasn't been removed from the game but a month, that things are going to go through your mind on a constant basis. Having been a retired athlete that played a long time and then getting within that first year and having that itch still, oh, I think I'll I'll retire in the spring, but then as the season starts to get closer, I'm like, man, I might unretire, but the difference is that I took the job at ESPN, and so I wanted to continue to have that commitment and didn't want to go back and forward. In his situation, he, I guess you call it retired, he's now committed to doing the things in the offseason with his family and his kids and enjoying the loved ones around him, as he said. I don't know that he goes away from that commitment as he gets closer toward the season, but if he does decide to come back and play, that'll be great for Tampa Bay. He's under contract for one more year. They owe they they own his rights, and in, unless they figure out their quarterback situation, they'll be getting compensation from somebody who wants to try to acquire Tom Brady. Hmm, from somebody who wants to acquire Tom Brady, who would that be? Who might that be? So we heard from one great, we heard from the greatest Niners quarterback of all time. Joe Montana, who, by the way, Brady got him on the goat stuff on longevity. I'll just remind oh, everyone. Man. I thought you was about to say Tim Rattay. Joe, Joe Montana won four Super Bowls. He was four and zero oh in the Super Bowl. He threw thirteen inter, uh, touchdowns to zero interceptions he, he in the Super it. Bowl. That dude was the original Tom Brady, right? Well, the other great San Francisco 49ers quarterback, Steve Young, who was probably my favorite player to watch growing up on offense, talked. On the Michael K Show, 98.7 ESPN New York about Tom Brady. Listen to this. I believe he's retired, but he's retired from Tampa. He's retired from New England. He's retired from every team in the league but one. San Francisco. That is return to his roots in San Mateo and Sarah High School. And so if, and I'm not saying it's happening. I'm not saying I'm not trying to make a headline here. Don't do it. This comment is not worthy of any headline. All I'm saying is I'm not willing to talk to you guys in six months sitting out there knowing that there is something that's possible, albeit remote, that he would end up in San Francisco. Oh, my goodness. No Kyle, headline, huh, Jay? <laughs> Kyle Shanahan and Tom Brady together. Just, just regardless of whether it can happen or not, I honestly don't care. Just the thought of it. Like, oh, this is how close Kyle Shanahan has gotten with Jimmy G. Poor Jimmy G just can't get away from Tom Brady. But if that's how close he got with Jimmy G. He can get away from Tom Brady. Every time Tom Brady shows up, they ship him out of town. What are you talking about? <laughs> Imagine what it would be with Tom Brady and Kyle Shanahan in that offense. Mm. Key, what do you think? The fact that Joe Montana, he's just giving an opinion, right? 
But then you hear Gronk, and that's different. And then you hear Steve Young be very specific about the destination. Does that mean anything to you? No, it only means that Steve and maybe even Joe to a degree, um, you know, you have conversations with people in front offices just through passing. And the conversation is, man, if I had me a Tom Brady, God, if I just had time, I'd love to get my hands on Tom. Doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen. Just means that maybe Steve Young had a conversation with somebody, whether it's owner, whether it's front office, and they just me along the lines to me said Tom Brady's name. And then Steve, you know, ears perked up and and he kind of formed his own opinion. The same thing with Joe. Joe's just looking at it, but he's looking at it from a Tampa Bay angle, which is, if he's going to play, he's going to play in Tampa Bay because his team is still, to the degree, kind of loaded. They were a possession away from going back to an NFC championship game. So I would be shocked. If if Tom was to come back, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I, it, essentially, he hasn't even left. It's the off season. Once he gets through September, then that's when you start saying, okay, he's done. Once he gets – he's got to get to September because between now and September is a long – ways away and guys have that itch right and that working out and throwing the football and just you know seeing his name constantly talk about if they had Tom Brady now look here's what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have got to do they've got to figure out their quarterback situation and sooner rather than later they can't wait on Tom Brady because free agency is getting ready to start trades are going to start to happen the draft will be in April they got to make a decision. All right. There, there are two things here for me with Tom Brady. Number one, I've said it all along. When he retired, if you are doing it because you want to be with your family, you, you feel the pull and football's taking you away and you think your priorities, your priorities are now shifting inside you, right? That's one thing that I believe in more of a commitment to retirement. If instead you're getting pressure from your family, hey, you're away too much. We made these tackles. You, you, need to, you need to come home, right? That's something else. I don't believe in that as much because, because you're not, it's not coming internally. It's external pressure. It's not really changing your heart. It's just changing your mind, right? So that's number one. If he feels – like, in other words, if Brady feels the pull to be home, okay, I get it. But if, if it's Giselle or whomever at home saying, no, no, you have to start paying attention to this instead of that. That's not coming from Brady. That's coming from outside Brady. Then I believe the commitment to retirement less. That's one for me. And, and two is, I notice this with athletes who retire when they still have gas in the tank, right? To me, the real test of whether or not they come back is the moment where they start to become unsure. Can I still do it on the highest level? Because then they're no longer making the decision whether to retire. Then the game and, and Father Time's about to retire them. So that's when, that's when if they stay retired through that moment, I believe they're retired. But that's when some dudes come back. They're like, let me see if I can still do this. But see, I, I don't think it's just that, Max, you're, you're, uh, the latter part. It's also about seasons, right? I can tell you as a 40-year-old man that when September, October come around for me, I get that itch. Like that training itch, like the smell is in the air. I just hear the ball bouncing inside of my head for no damn reason. Like I'm seeing more basketball than I've ever seen before. Some kids randomly dribbling down the street. I wouldn't. I didn't see that three months ago. Mm. It just it's like subconscious, right? It's programmed. So I also wonder, hey, he's like, hey, I'll talk to you guys next year. Like, 
how will it be during that sweet spot mm. for Tom? When that's a training, that's a typical like time muscle right memory I'll, in your I'll brain. I'll talk to you next year. I don't know what that means. I what what does that, that mean? Means. Does that's, that mean I'm going to talk to you at the press conference in training camp, or is it next year in 2023 of January? Like I don't know. I think it, I mean it I seems to he me he's talking that. about he's talking about let's see how I feel yes. this time next year. What Jay's talking about seasons, right? Let me see how I feel in a year what, from this, now. This time next year, you, you're telling me he's going to take off this season and come back in 2023 September. Mm-hmm. Is that what you think? Possibly, yeah. Oh, if he did that, then yeah, nah. He I think that's what Gronk means. He still has yeah, man. He ain't gonna, he nah, he ain't gonna be able to do that. You ain't gonna be able to. He ain't gonna be able to just take off at forty four, come back at forty six. Come on, man. I love time too. By the way, if you I want him to do that, just that. keep saying that. No, <laughs> if you want you to keep saying that, I love right back. time and all that. It ain't enough damn avocados in the world that's gonna get him ready to after a year off at that position at that age. I understand father time and all that and I understand he people counted him out before and all. you can't he cannot afford to stop okay and then come back a year later at 46 years old and think he's going to still be the Tom Brady that we saw this year I, I don't buy that one I, I don't buy it not me at all Mm-mm. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. And Dan Graziano joins us giving the Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Before we get to overreaction, not overreaction, Dan. We asked you a week ago if it was an overreaction to say Brady was coming out of retirement. A week later, has your mind changed at all? No, but I'm curious what's going on here, right? I mean, like, is he just trying to keep his podcast audience numbers up like, and make sure, like, everybody tunes in every week for the latest on this? Uh, I still think it's an overreaction. Uh, I'm kind of where Keyshawn is on this, though I, I don't necessarily think 46 is old, but that's a different conversation <laughs> about a different thing. Uh, look, I, I think— You're in better shape than I am, apparently. I think, I think he— um, I, I, I think it's it's possible he's having trouble letting go, and it's possible yeah. he could come back. I, I still do think it's an overreaction based on these comments to assume that that happens. But, I, yeah, maybe Dan, I'm wrong. Dan, let me just follow We're up. We're in uncharted territory with Brady. Yes, we, we, we don't know how this is going to go. Let me follow up for a second. Yes, sir. Joe Montana, I get it. He's, just asked, he's asked his opinion. He says he thinks he can come back with the Bucks, right? Yeah. Then I hear Gronk. Yeah, because they're close. That's different. And then Steve Young follows up with he could go to the Niners. Yeah, but Gronk's saying he could come back, but in a couple of years? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, come on, man. One season off? One season off might, but, yeah, again, it's going to be tough. You know how hard it is to take one season off? It's not that easy. I love the game, though, of where it could go, right? Like, you could make a case for all kinds of, like, Josh McDaniels is now the coach of the Raiders, right? They could move on from there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's all kinds of different places you could put him. Niners, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I just just don't. And maybe that's what he wants. Maybe he wants us to keep talking about him. Mm. Well, it worked for Aaron Rodgers, right? You know? Um, All right, let's play overreaction or not an overreaction, Dan, okay? Sure. Matthew Stafford is now a Hall of Famer. Overreaction. What? I mean, like, see, do you I know think I that was, was an overreaction. I, I was looking this up. Like, do you know how many times he's been player of the week? Three in 13 years and twice this year. Look, this is not, I mean, not everyone's a Hall of Famer, and that's okay. This guy has been, he's, he's a very good player, and sometimes he's been a great player, and, and Sunday was his crowning moment, but it does not put him in the Hall of Fame. I, I, I just don't see it. I mean, never an all-pro, one Pro Bowl. If you're good enough to make the Hall of Fame, you should be able to make more than one Pro Bowl in 13 years. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And again, I feel bad because uh, like because this conversation has come up, we now have to sort of run down Matthew Stafford in some way yeah. after the the, the not after if his he continues to accomplish. Not if he continues to play at a high level on a good team, then the conversation can change. He led the league in interceptions. Yeah, is that playing at a high <laughs> he won level? Won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I understand he won the Super Bowl. Is Joe Flacco going in the Hall of Fame? Is Nick Foles going in the Hall of Fame? Is Brad Johnson going in the Hall of Fame? The answer would be no. They are not. Can you imagine Matthew Stafford's like, I just won a Super Bowl. Right, lay off. That's Dan Graziano. I, I don't need to be in the Hall of Fame. Dan Graziano, can you be positive about that? Unbelievable. I am, I am Look positive at you. that guy's not a Hall of Famer. Poo-pooing his Dan, Super Bowl. Dan, uh, I... Damn. I, uh, I struggle with this ever since Evan Wellner was on my call yesterday, and he said he only made one Pro Bowl. The first thing I said was, Huh? I mean, I, I did not know all of that, right? I just didn't know that one Pro Bowl, no Pro Bowl, no uh, All Pros, no MVP. No, I just didn't. I don't know. So now it becomes an overreaction now to mm-hmm. me, and I hate doing that because I was so sure that he would right. be a Hall of Famer. Now I'm looking at it for what it is. I'm like, ooh, yeah. We shouldn't be having to say negative things about Matthew Stafford this week, yeah, you hear and yet it? here we are. Do you hear it, Matthew Stafford? Go win another Super Bowl. There you go. Here's your motivation for next season. Mm-hmm. I, I would say I, it's a compelling argument that's made, and it's, it's changed my mind. Right? I thought, hey, win a Super Bowl, you're in. I agree. Not yet. Richard Sherman's argument won me over. However, I would ask people this just to consider. He's had 4,500-plus passing yard seasons on bad teams. Would he have made another two, three Pro Bowls had he been on a good team? Or are we saying, hey, if you're really that good, the team wouldn't have been that bad? You can't make the Hall of Fame based on what you would have done if circumstances had been different. (laughs) Hall of Fame is based on your accomplishments. Yes, but a Pro Bowl is people's opinions, and those opinions can be swayed by the quality of your team. Joe Burrow will be in the Pro Bowl this year whose team had a losing record. Joe Burrow will be back in the Super Bowl. Is that an overreaction or not? If I had Tom Brady my entire career, I'd be in the Hall of Fame, too. There you go. <laughs> Joe Burrow, it's not an overreaction to say he'll be back in the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I think there's there's legitimate reason to be excited about that team and its future. Um, that's almost an obvious thing to say at this point. They were five minutes away from winning the Super Bowl in his second year. And I know, obviously, we all know Marino went in his second year, never went back. That's that's the uh, the, the cautionary tale there. But this is a team that is, is well put together around the quarterback. They haven't been afraid to spend in free agency the last couple of years. I believe they'll address the offensive line. How could they not? Uh, I, think, I think Joe Burrow is set up, and I, I just don't, I don't think he's the kind of guy that's going to allow uh, for, for a career where he doesn't get back in the Super Bowl. Yeah, not an overreaction. I think you got to look at everything that they got to put together. they got to fix their secondary, which I think they'll try, their offensive line, which I think they'll try. And we're talking about getting back. We're not talking about getting back next season throughout his tenure yeah. in Cincinnati is what we're talking about. And I think there's a possibility he could. Yeah, they know what they have to do. I mean, they have the third most cap space in the entire NFL. So I think when you have Joe Burrow, you have Jamar Chase, you have the right pieces that you need to go out and get, Joe Burrow will have them in that conversation. Not an overreaction. Aaron Donald is going to retire, overreaction or not. I think that's an overreaction. And, and, and look, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's in his mind. He could. I mean, what, what's he have left to prove at this point? But I'm suspicious because, you know, 
the guaranteed money on his contract has run out with the completion of the 2021 season. And a lot of times when that happens, that's when you start to hear this stuff because <laughs> the message is not, I'm thinking about retiring. The message is, hey, guys, maybe it's time to redo things. When I signed the contract, I was the highest paid defensive player in the game. Now I'm about the ninth highest paid defensive player in the game. Maybe we should move that back up. Yeah, it's an overreaction. They're certainly going to address this contract at some point in time before the start of the season. They understand that the Rams are not cheap with their players. They pay a lot of guys. And everyone, as you know, Dan, always says, where are the Rams coming up with all this money? The owner is filthy rich. Yeah. That's where. He has more money than you could ever imagine, and he doesn't mind writing guaranteed checks. Not salary cap checks, but guaranteed checks. That's real cash. Dan, that's the first thing I said yesterday after they won the Super Bowl. I was like, oh, what's going on, AD? I said, this is about money. Yeah. Follow see, the money. Follow the money. When T.J. Watt is making $28 million a year, it's like, oh, well, well I just won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And I should have been the MVP at the It'll Super Bowl. So see what the Rams do. Exactly. Yeah, because he's got three years left. And a lot of times teams don't want to do that with three years left. But he's mm. kind of an exceptional yeah, guy. It's an overreaction. He'll be back. Cliff Kingsbury or Kyler Murray won't be with the cards after this season. After this next coming mm-hmm. season? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Man, well, I don't think that's an overreaction. I thought, I thought we were talking about now. Okay, when, when so say now. Question. Let's say now. No, what are the guys going to leave right now? No, they'll be, they'll be the coach and quarterback of the Cardinals in 2022. But beyond that, look, if the year doesn't go well, you could absolutely see Kingsbury on the hot seat. Kyler, I think, is there. Like he, They'll have to pick up his fifth-year option for 2023. That'll be fully guaranteed. I imagine he's there. But, but, you know, if they don't have a good year, I would think Kingsbury would be one of your hot seat coaches for sure. Yeah, not an overreaction in this situation. I think both of those guys are on somewhat of a hot seat. And the reason is Cliff Kingsbury as a coach, he doesn't get it done. Now all of a sudden you remove him, the new coach comes in. You know, Kyler Murray, as much as we like his him as a person and a player, doesn't fit everybody mm. as a quarterback. Everybody doesn't want that style quarterback. Yeah, not an overreaction. I mean, with the exception of the Rams and the Dallas Cowboys, maybe Fort Honors, like, NFC's wide open. Not an overreaction. Dan, you know, I thought of a great business idea for you. Um, you can leave messages from people on their birthday telling them why it shouldn't be a happy birthday exactly. What did they really – the way you poo-pooed Matthew Stafford's I was, I was Super Bowl win. Up. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.